Ladies and gentlemen, live from Super Bowl 6,387. Wait, what number is the this Super Bowl This is now? Isaac Ransom coming to you, talking about an amazing game we have planned today against the Dodgers and the San Francisco Giants. <laughs> yes. No, no, no. Who's playing is the Bengals and the... and the Ravens. And the, and the I've Ravens. I've never seen the Sharks so ready to win. That Tiger's going to slice up that bird. <laughs> let the me Falcons? tell you, folks. Yeah. Let me tell you. This FIFA World Cup is going to be incredible. Actually, though, I did watch parts of the FIFA World Cup. It was pretty good. Speaking of which... Not going to lie. I wanted to personally apologize as, as, as we were coming up. Um, Tim and I... Tim is on the show, by yes. the way. How's Everyone, going? you might know Tim, our graphic designer. Happy For, Tim. Happy Tim. Oh, oh speaking of happy, is happy birthday, Isaac. It's oh, your yeah. birthday tomorrow. Oh, happy Isaac. Oh, yeah. I'm 22. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, Tim uh, was in the car, and I was talking to him about our last episode about strange wars and the political climate currently. Uh, by the way, I put that in the title, if you were afraid of politics, we touch on it, but it's really not that bad. Like, no, Tim told me, he was like, I'm going to avoid that episode, and then I told him what it was about, and he was like, oh, I'm, I might listen to it now. So, don't, I mean, like, give it a chance, but you've been warned. That's why I put it in the title. Mm-hmm. What I wanted to say is just a quick apology in the last episode. The football war, I totally butchered. I listened to it back. Yes, I listened to myself talk because I'm a narcissist, but at the <laughs> same time, I was listening to it, and it was awful. So I'm not going to go back and edit it. If you're going to listen to that episode, you haven't listened to it yet, or you probably already have because you're listening to this one. Um, I apologize for that long section on the football ward. I was not well read on it, and I wanted to get the facts right, so I kind of jittered up and junkered up. And now we're here on episode 31 of Everything Comes From Something. My name is Isaac Ransom. The, I'm Cameron Tuttle, and the past is the past, okay? You just got to move on. <laughs> and we have, of course, Tim Smith. How's it going, guys? Son of a smith. That was a really amazing pause. I loved it. (laughs) Where can people find your info, graphic design? I know you're going offline for a little bit for Instagram, but... So I have a Facebook right now. So so active, Facebook product and stuff like that. Page, but yeah. Give us tags. Where can we find you? Timothy Smith on Facebook and then Son of a Smith. I have a page on Facebook and then Facebook, but oh, Instagram, but that's... um, hiatus right now as i'm thinking yeah what's going on with that i know as i've been focusing on school i just want to take a break from that from the from the graphic stuff yeah no like yeah from posting like oh i'm i just been into a system of this scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and something decided to take a break did you delete it from no no just did it from my phone yeah like i'm even logged in so i have no notifications nothing dang yeah and it's kind of hard for me because i've been an active user since 2013 so it's like oh it's a good break, so wow. yeah, early adopter. Yeah, well, Tim, Tim, you do great graphic work over oh, there. If you want to see guys. what he's doing, um, hit him up. But he'll be back in a little while. You're coming back March on there, right? Um, maybe something like Preferably that. Preferably May. Bro, May. Okay. Yeah, like after oh, sorry. Sc- after I, school. Yeah. I saw it was an M. I saw yeah. it was an M. But Tim does great graphic work. You can reach out to him on Facebook. Maybe he'll be able to help you out with anything. Um, he's a great guy, and he's joining us for this episode on uh, interesting TV. Yeah, guys, thanks for the invite. Of course, yeah. Um, as always, Everything Comes From Something is a podcast about unoriginality or whatever other jargon Cameron and I want to talk about. Oh, I guess we should clarify, we're not talking about the Super Bowl. Yeah, oh. that was our weird intro bit, and we're also pretty hyper because it's 10.04, and Cameron was like, holy crap, you need to still commute back home. Yeah, Let's get the gotta- show done. <laughs> you got to get the show on the road. It, yeah, I've had a really long day, guys really long Mm. i woke up early went to school i was there uh in classes till 12 
I was 9 to 12. Then I worked out at the school gym. Horrible decision. I hate school gym. It's like everything i'm just getting bad experiences with gyms if you've been listening to this show you know yeah oh okay? wait are we nope, are we nope. revenging your gym not yet okay. I'm, not, I'm not there yet okay um episode 29 austin keys if you want to know what's going on with that that's the end of the episode um but it's like there's a million college kids sweating around staring at each other because they're all horny and strange oh. and then at the same time there, there's like no space on the machines <laughs> there's like everyone has a machine so it's like impossible for me to do any of my workouts because it's like oh it's time for me to do lat pull downs because i'm doing back and shoulders today oh there are literally no available weights machines or anything that i can do it looks like i'm doing handstand push-ups in the corner i'm just kidding i can't i can't do that i'm too fat but um <laughs> the 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 truth it was it i'd was, be impressed it was uh quite triggering so i went to the gym i still got a decent workout then i had more classes then i had to do an editing thing then i had more classes then i had to commute up here then i got dinner with two losers i'm just kidding i love you guys and now we're oh, on the no, show you, i thought you were talking about the two losers who sat with us at dinner Oh, that would be mean. They were—they seem nice. No, I'm just kidding. We don't, nobody sat with us. Who, Phil and Joel? Yeah, they're suckers. I thought—I thought you were talking about those people in, down the way. Oh, you, you mean the the, the AirPods couple. dude? Oh, they. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, wait, hold on. This is something that I wanted to ta- touch on. Okay. First of all, shout out to our executive producers, Darren O'Neill and Kiana Layat. Yeah, thank Darren. you, thank you, Kiana. So, Kiana, love her to death. Now, she, I'm in a pickle right now. What's wrong? Kenny? Not really. Not really. I know what I'm going to do. But, but she got me AirPods. And before that, I got, I got these other Bluetooth headphones. These mm-hmm. Bluetooth ear, EarPods. Um, and I think I'm going to keep mine, the ones that I got. AirPods are just like such a fashion statement. You know what I mean? They're like, there's something about them. Well, this guy, stand out. the guy at the restaurant, I gave him kind of a death eye because I looked at the AirPods and all the memes and other things about AirPods right now just made me cringe. So, no, I'm not a hater. I'm not an AirPods hater. They, this is the thing. They seem fine. Like, I, I looked at him, but then I just cringed, and then I made eye contact with him. So I think he <laughs> thought I, like, just didn't like him. And, I, and that's not the case at all. That's not the case at all. Yeah. I just feel bad about it. You yeah. so, know the guy, too. I, know, I didn't know him. I love... Um, uh, the memes that are like where someone's wearing the wired headphones and they're like, one of those AirPods have wires. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so funny. If you can't tell, uh, we are literally all over the place today. Yeah, whatever. Um, okay, but this is what I was actually going to say. I'm going to complain right now. What? I hate Bluetooth. I absolutely hate Bluetooth. And I hope you guys will back me up. I know you guys won't because you guys are, are shills. You want new technology, but I am an old man and I don't want to have to charge my headphones. I want to just stick them in and I want them to work always. Well, I can understand. I think really, Cameron, you, how do I put this? You're, you're quite a creative person. I think people that work in creative fields, uh, people that work with a lot of different technology and whatnot, they need reliable stuff. Yeah. And Bluetooth headphones are not reliable. Like, look, I was on BART yesterday, and everybody else was having their their Bluetooth their Bluetooth stuff in, and all like all my train ride, I was getting interference. It was dropping out. It was like one ear was like dropping out, and the other ear was. Blo- really? But then I got off. I got off the train. It was perfectly fine. That's... I've never had a I've never had a connectivity issue with these headphones wow, except man. for on BART. 
That's crazy, actually. Yeah. I've, I haven't experienced anything like that either, except for today when I was editing with some new Bluetooth headphones I got between classes, and for some reason, there's a mic built into it, and whenever I open Premiere, it used it as a mic, as if I was recording. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what you have to do... I, already, it, I got it. Oh, okay. Don't worry. Never mind. I, f- I mean, I run the sound for this show. I figured it out. I'm not going to explain to you the nerdy settings of <laughs> Adobe Premiere, so... Talk nerdy to me. <laughs> Talk nerdy to me. Well, we're going to get down to the brass tacks today. We are talking about TV shows, their influence, and pretty much we are just talking about TV shows that we enjoy. Uh, It's kind of an excuse of an episode because we were sitting together at dinner and Cameron was like, we could just rant about anything for an hour and a half. I didn't say that. I said said that. that. I said that, I think. Um, Someone said that. And I was just like, but that wouldn't be right for our audience we want to we want to still inform and educate so we do have a thesis for this episode and we are also throwing in an old episode and integrating it as sort of like an easter egg a lost episode there was an episode we never released about the office parks and recreation and arrested development and there's a thesis statement around that those shows so i think that's a perfect place to start but first i think we should talk about the dichotomy between movies and TV shows and sort of how we had this feeling as we were discussing what the current state of TV is at right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, one thing that I'll say is I think I think people give TV a little bit too much credit just off the bat, right? People, I think people assume that because the TV is like a longer form, um, you have multiple episodes and you know over a long different time you can actually explore characters more but I don't think that's always the case and I think for the most part I have only seen probably two TV shows that have actually like dived into character and really developed character in the same way that I think movies have like really nailed down since what 1940 and I think it's because there's a lack of um, how do I say it? Movies lack time, and TV shows well take they're their constrained. Time. They're constrained on time. Yeah, they have a constrained form. Because you think about a show like The Office. Most people enjoy The Office, and you do see a little bit of character development in Michael. He doesn't change that much, but no. you know, uh, people look at his character and you you see him go through different things, and he develops as a person in the show. But it's nothing like. It, there's no urgency right, right. in it. But, but what's interesting about sitcoms, and I think they do something entirely different, where their characters are supposed to be the same because they're supposed to have one set, uh, you know, th- th- one set of attributes that are constant, and they're almost stereotypical in a lot of ways. You know, if you think mm-hmm. about, if you think about something like The Big Bang Theory, where those characters are just stereotypes of. Uh, you know nerds or you know the hot chick next door or whatever right, you know right. they and they have no they really don't have development but narrative longer narrative tv shows have started to de- delve into character development and narrative but i really don't think they're on par with something like movies well i was saying there there seems to be this discussion in most entertainment appreciators uh around the globe or at least in in the social spaces i listen to where they talk about how movies had this strange con- strange connection to like a mythological storytelling. If I'm kind of if I'm making sense, there's like a um, 
you sort of learn about it in English class, how there are these classic tales like the Odyssey and whatnot passed down historically. Then you learn about stories like Beowulf and then you get into like the American literature of the 1800s, 1900s is where it starts kicking off. You learn about like Grapes of Wrath and whatnot. There's like this mythological like passed down story thing and this idea or concept then began to be applied to film, right? And you were saying there's multiple periods or golden ages of it, but it seems that that like special crafted storytelling uh, with like deep themes and whatnot is now almost a bougie market, right? There's not like any like super high end blockbusters that are selling out seats that are on that caliber. Every once in a while, there will be some, but it's not yeah, like. But the, for the most part, films that deep that that like actually take time to develop story and go into deep themes are more indie films. So what I'm getting say. at is that a lot of people in our circles are saying that TV is taking that role. On. Yeah, taking like the narrative torch, I guess. Right, these long-form stories with, with deep themes and whatnot. And as we were discussing this before the show, Cameron and I were like, we kind of disagree. I, I mean, I disagree. I disagree as well. Okay. For me, that medium is video games. What do you, Will? Do you, or sorry, oh gosh, I Will. just called you Will. Do I look like Will to you? A little bit. Okay, that's fine. no, no. Tim, what do you think? Do you disagree? No, I think I'm neutral about that. Like, I'm happy the way films are going. Like, they, I feel like the indie has a bigger spotlight on them, and so they're like Moonlight was a good example. Yeah, like it was indie, yet it was still pretty in the mainstream yeah it was was. and then you got tv shows that you got the cbs the foxes all those shows abcs although they may be a little like not that great you have the hbos right you have like showtime experiences yeah Yeah. and amc right so you have i feel it's a mixture of both yeah yeah i think i think that's true and and that's kind of why i disagree in that i think if you wanted to make the case that film or that that tv was sort of carrying the torch of... I would say that there's a direct parallel. It's true that there is a direct par- parallel between TV and uh, novels. Um, I think that's probably the easiest comparison that you can make. But even then, I don't think that TV shows um, are often interested in developing narrative structure in the same way that uh, that a book is. Because a book you can't cancel a book for the most part. You can't cancel like chapter seven of a book. Right. Right. You've already written six chapters and then, you know, find out what happens next season. And then, and then you, you know, it never comes back. And that is always the threat of TV is that they won't get renewed for a new season. Right. And this is, this is my problem with, with TV right now as, as the form, as the form keeps on this way of, you have a a set amount of episodes per season and then you're trying to tell a story in that season but then if you don't get renewed for the next season you kind of have to wrap up or not wrap up or you know you're on your toes i think if that keeps going on i don't see a hopeful future for tv in a lot of ways well it's strange there there have been studios that have got around this problem like the show american horror story which every season is a new setting, yeah, which I think absolutely. is a very clever idea. Or True Detective. Right. And, the same and, thing. I, and I think that that concept, I, I was curious, do you guys know any shows that 
are based around that sort of concept, but almost like MCU, Marvel, Cinematic Universe, meaning-esque, where it's like you have a season of a show that occurs, and then a separate season happens, but it connects to the first season as well, and then you're kind of building a universe that could be canceled at any time, but at the same time... Like, that'd be kind of an interesting idea. I don't know why yeah, that just popped yeah. in my head, so... Do you know any shows like that? Not that comes to mind. No. I don't know if True Detective or... Uh, American Horror Story are like that. Well, they well, don't connect so much. I mean, True Detective is like very independent of each season. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, everything's independent. But and that's why people didn't like season two, even though season one is amazing. I got you. So um, there's risks to that too. Like if mm-hmm. you like a specific set of characters, then you have to get reinvested in a new set of characters in the next season. You know what I mean? Like there's there's risks to but that. But if there too. was connection. <laughs> that's what's strange right you think about uh, i mean just speaking of marvel right there's those uh what was it the new york uh defenders marvel's defenders on right? netflix yeah you got jessica jones yeah daredevil yeah. uh luke cage punisher. and punisher and then who's the other guy iron fist yeah iron they fist. all did like single seasons and they're all connected uh, but they never like had a final finale with them all together yet, at least. No, didn't it get canceled? It did. Yeah, I believe Jessica Jones and then what's the other show? I thought Punisher. I thought Punisher got canceled. I'm not For sure. sure. I'm not sure. No. I don't know. You're confusing me, guys. Luke Cage definitely got canceled. Luke Cage They're and all, Iron they Fist all got flopped. Yeah. Well, it's interesting actually. I don't know what flopped means on Netflix. This is another thing that I wanted to bring up too because Netflix has really changed the game. I don't think we're going in any specific order right now. So if I if you want me to like back up. I think there are, there are three different eras when it comes to um like TV. One is the era of of regular primetime TV, right? You've got, you know, uh Twilight Zone and uh, you know what, what was and uh, but mostly sitcoms you know things that right, have right. their wonder wonder years and yeah yeah they have one they have one story arc in an episode and then the next episode it's not necessarily connected and that's how you get around the whole oh well what if you didn't see last episode or blah 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 that was always a concern in the early days was right. what if you didn't see last last episode you could always jump in and then there was sort of more i think after lost you have a, another sort of breakthrough Lost really pioneered the, yeah, it's one narrative. It's one story. We're going to follow these. And if you didn't see, if you didn't see last episode, well, we're going to kind of give a recap at the beginning, but you kind of, it's on you, you know, the you previously watch it. on now. Yeah. I, I haven't watched, I've watched portions of lost in the middle of the show. Someone spoiled it for me pretty early on. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't care. I was too young to watch lost when it first came out, but but I watched the first season and it's good. It's really good. But again, I, I don't really care about where it goes. Yeah. Another show that that's pretty popular out there is the Sopranos. Same. They're a little yeah. bit earlier than Lost. But they create the same idea. One narrative. And yeah. That. And so I would say the second era goes from like, um, friend Seinfeld shows. Or no, no that, I think that's a remnant of the first era, but okay. the, it's more like the premium television. So like HBO Showtime, that like what you were talking about. Okay. Premium TV where you have, you know, late night cable and you pay a, a certain amount and then you get access to these shows, right? Like that, that pioneered a new age in television. And then now I think Netflix started the third age of of tv and i think 
I mean, I think they're really changing the game. But with Netflix now, they're, we don't know what it means to do poorly. Like, you could you could go off the Nielsen ratings for, for the early two stages, right? You could go off of the, the ratings that, oh, this is how many people tuned in. And that's how you got advertisements and blah, blah, blah. But with Netflix, you really don't know. They're we very s- secretive about their metrics. Have we seen... Netflix advertisements for like shows and movies. Yeah, 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 for sure. I've just seen like YouTube like videos and then media outlets promote Netflix's new show. Like I remember that's what happened with Stranger Things, but I don't remember ever seeing like a TV ad or even I don't even know if I saw like a YouTube ad. Yeah, it's rare. I I definitely see YouTube ads more. Really? Yeah. On uh, a Netflix original. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Interesting. It's not very often that it's on TV, actual TV, which yeah. is funny. It's kind of interesting. It is. It is odd. Um. Yeah. This this next age, the premium story based um, TV shows, is sort of where my beef begins with TV. How so? Because this is this is where I begin to take issue, and this is why I don't watch modern TV anymore. It's because I can't commit to watching something for 10 hours, even even if it's over a long period of time. And there's too much pressure to finish the story. There's too much pressure to, I I mean, I mean, just for example, like I just started watching this movie. I was talking to Tim about called the lobster the other night. I love it. I've never seen it. Don't spoil it. Okay. And I was like, I'm trying to watch more art films, but Jules and I only got 30 minutes in. Right. And she's like, Hey, I really got to go home. And I was like, okay, it's fine. So we just paused it, and I was like, cool. I got the rest of the hour half to finish. I know some people hate when you don't finish the movie. I hate it. Really? <laughs> yeah. I don't, I'd much I don't, rather finish I don't mind it, but I'm like, at least I know it ends in two hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, there's no pressure. I'm going to finish it. There's no doubt I'm going to finish it. Um, now, with an eight-season TV show, I'm not so sure about that. <laughs> right, exactly. That I mean, that's, that's literally always my problem is... I will watch one season of a TV show and then it'll maybe it'll be like the first season that it comes out. And and I'll watch one season and then the next one will be like, "Oh, we're coming back." You know, and it's like 8 months later and I'm like, "I'm not going to watch this. Uh, <laughs> I'm not I'm wa- not yeah, getting like, back into this." It's that Walking Dead burnout. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of people are into Walking Dead and by the second third season, people are like, "Bye. I'm out." Yeah, I think they kind of killed their vibe with the they have show the half year marathon or not marathon the, the half year season yeah. yeah like from first eight episodes and then the new year is the next eight episodes i think that kind of killed their vibe a lot i don't know much about it i just because i was i mean my family doesn't pay for cable so we just have netflix so whenever walking dead would come out on netflix would be a year after <laughs> when the new season started yeah exactly i mean that's i mean that's part of why it's ridiculous but it's also like when are you gonna when are you gonna pick up a, a movie a year and a half later you know what i mean like when are you gonna pick up a movie a, a, a year and a half down the line and then finish the next movie it's just hold it's on just though. silly i am watching the lobster which is old now right a couple of years old yes but if you start it it was say you watched half the lobster now and then you watched half the lobster a year later good point it's the same thing with video games right if you're a, a nerd like me and you start watching video games or start playing video games, right? Um, usually when you stop playing that video game, 
you don't go back and just keep going. Yeah, that's it for me. Well, okay, but I mean, I did that with The Witcher, where I went back three years later and I finished The Witcher. I have a huge problem. I got to restart the game. I don't know what it is. I just like it's, it's part, weird. Part of me for me, part of it for me is the controls. I I can't, I can't like, I can't remember the controls. Like I tried to go back into Metal Gear Solid Five and I just can't. Oh, that's the one I can't restart. It's funny. I usually do restart, but that's the one I will not oh, okay. because the intro is so long. Yeah, and that one is not hard for me to pick up either. Yeah, yeah. Um, but with all of that said, back to TV, right? For me, the golden age was that second era sitcom where uh well almost like the, the lost first. you mean the first no era. i mean i mean the lost one oh okay. because with the lost one they they began to do this thing where it's like there is a there is a episode specific plot i mean and of course lost got more muddy as it went on yeah um but there's an episode specific plot and an underlying plot as well so that's my favorite kind of tv to consume and one of my favorite shows with that is a show called monk and that was eight mm. seasons long. It's about this detective, about um, his wife is killed in the first. Or in the first episode, there's this flashback. He wa- he wants to find the murder of his wife. He's really weird OCD guy, and with all of that, he is like he's this interesting character who starts um, like basically solving mysteries for the police department. And in all of this, you always want to know who killed his wife. Mm. And they they basically like at the end of each season kind of remind you they're like hey he has he hasn't found out but he kind of is finding clues and then the last like two episodes of the show is like okay you finally get to find out yeah yeah right yeah. and it's it's a really heartfelt show and there's really 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 good character development in it another show that builds off of that was Psych how each yep. season was very different and they had like underlining underlying story. But same creator and then parent, same universe as well. Yeah, Psycho was very. Um, Psycho is about a very charismatic white dude who pretends to be a psychic, even though he's just really smart. That's it. He's just hyper observant, mm-hmm. and so he'll pretend to be psychic, and it's really cheesy and really goofy, and very lighthearted. Yeah, like super lighthearted, full of movie references. If you like witty, quick movie references, 1980s stuff. Yeah. A lot. And then um, they just solve mysteries. It's like my mom was like, "Oh, it's like the funny Hardy Boys." That's what she used to say. <laughs> this is like really lighthearted. Yeah. I got a special place in my heart for Psych. I really like Psych. Yeah. Um, but uh, kind of similar almost to Monk. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, the last episode they make fun of Monk. If if you know what I'm talking about. Didn't it like uh, premiere at the same time or like very similar? Same very, around time period. period. Same time period. Yeah. yeah. Um, so those kind of shows I I enjoy. Um, there's there's another one that comes off the top of my head um, that has more of an in-depth overarching plot and it forgets about it some episodes which is strange but there's this show called White Collar mm. that's also very like mystery based and it's about a guy it's about like the best crook in the world who just steals things steals like really good art he basically gets arrested and they're like okay you can go to jail for like 12 years or you can basically help us catch all the other uh, art robbers so it's like suicide squad <laughs> kind of he wears like a little anklet bracelet mm. and then like he helps like this one fbi agent find people and it's pretty good it's pretty good yeah. i'm not gonna lie and each episode of course is a uh, contained story with an overarching theme yeah so. see i i i don't prefer that kind of storytelling um there's something about it that I wouldn't say bothers me, but it's like I can't get in. I can't get all that invested in, in something like that. 
if I'm going to watch a TV show, I want it to be. I actually prefer miniseries. Um, I think miniseries are kind of the way to go because you know that they're they they have a beginning and they have an end. How many seasons is a miniseries? That's what I'm curious. So that's usually s- one. It's usually one season. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like ten episodes. Sometimes even less than that, like five episodes. But but like something like True Detective season one is perfect for me because you watch the it's basically like one big 10 hour movie and that's fine it it doesn't it doesn't feel like a 40 hour commitment you know what i mean like it feels like a a, a sizable commitment a bit bigger than a tv or than a movie but it doesn't feel like it's overwhelming and you can jump into one season and and that's fine mm. so mm. like i know people People really like Black Mirror, um, which kind of has the what you're talking about, the monster of the week sort of thing. Where right, right. You, it's it's a contained story in each episode. Um, I I've never seen it, so I I can't really I can't really speak to it. But I mean, I think I think a lot of people kind of resonate to the oh I just want to watch something for an hour. You know, I just want to watch something for 45 minutes. I think a lot of people kind of take to that. So. I don't know. There's pros and cons. Yeah, I, I um, it's strange because I'm aware of how my mindset is like. Oh, like I just, I just want to sit down and watch something. But I almost would rather be tricked into watching the whole season. Yeah. Than actually exactly, fully commit yeah. to all eight seasons right up on paper. You know, like when you're like, oh, I'm gonna start watching, um, what is it? Firefly. People like Firefly. Yeah. Which I hear is very well, like written and put mm. together, right? By Josh have, Whedon. Have you seen it? No, I've heard. I, I've seen the first couple of episodes. Yeah, I've I've heard good things about it. Right? It's only it's only two seasons though. Only two seasons. Oh, I guess that's not a good example then. No, I know what you were gonna say, but I guess Game the, of Thrones is probably a good example. Yeah, yeah. I mean, now we're like seven seven seasons deep. Like when I jumped on, it was still on season two. I right. watched the the. The Red Wedding, like the, the season week, three, the week that it came out. Oh. Yeah, so I was I was on at yeah. that at that time. So I it was like yeah, I, I jumped on it like season two, um, and that wasn't that much of a commitment. You know, it was like twenty hours. It's still a lot, but it's not like it's not a significant. It seems doable. Yeah, but seventy hours that's intense. Yeah, that's yeah. really intense. So I I do know what you mean. I, like, but but I also want to be hooked by something. So like. Like uh, something like Breaking Bad, I think, is the perfect example of what you're talking about, where you jump in and the first episode, I think, is the is like the best pilot episode I've ever seen. It's like you're in. I was in by, you know, minute two. I wanted to see where it was going and and it hooked me all the way through and i think it has the best overarching story of any tv show like i think i think season 1 to season 5 is one big grand narrative it's what everybody talks about when they say like oh character development in tv it's so much better i think people are talking about breaking bad and breaking bad is like an exception to the rule it's like so good but yes. for the most part I don't think TV is as good as Breaking Bad is. So, but it seems like TV show has a better payoff. Like it's only one episode compared to a whole movie. Like I would rather just watch an episode and if it's okay, it's okay. I don't want to waste that much time compared to a movie. It's two and a half hours probably. 
And it depends on what movie you're watching. Yeah. Right, right. An hour well, and a half. Well, I, I think Breaking Bad is one of those rare cases, right? Yeah, that's what I mean. Where people point to that show because it seems like the creators always had five seasons in mind. Yeah. Which is kind of a weird... And even if they didn't, they fooled most of us, right? I haven't, I haven't watched it, but I know from the way you recommend it, you say the show is like it... it I mean, would you say there's filler? No, not no. at all. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think most shows feel like they have filler. One yeah. of my favorite shows, and you're going to laugh at me for this, but it's an animated show from Nickelodeon called Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah, it is, I mean, people recommend it highly. It is an excellent show. There is even filler in that show, which I think has one of the best overarching plots as well. And it's so simply consumable episode to episode, which I think is just insane. That's my favorite thing about it. It is three seasons, which is stupid short. Three. Every every uh, season, it's not four. I thought it was four too. I own it on DVD. Because you think it's split up by the elements because there's four elements <laughs> in it. But each season is an element except there's only three. I, th- I was, Someone's going to kill me if I got it wrong. But I Let swear, me look it up. I'm going to look it up. I swear it's three seasons, dude. I swear it's longer as well. Because he starts with air. That's right. why. It's water, earth, and fire are the three seasons. Um... Oh, I looked up Avatar, and then the, the James Cameron movie <laughs> oh, came out. Gosh, I hate. We should do a whole show about that stupid movie. I hate that movie. You just gotta wait till I hate that movie two and too. Three. And everybody thought that that was like the second coming of Jesus when it came out, and I was like, "What? <laughs> like, don't I? I don't understand." I was like, "No, I guess yeah. nobody watched Pocahontas. You right? Three seasons. Yeah, I own it. Yeah. So that you know. show, I think, is is perfect. But there are definitely weird uh, filler episodes. Like, yeah. there's an episode about his sky bison. Uh, getting lost and that's it see so the closest that um that breaking bad comes to the fly episode is the fly episode which everybody likes to rag on but i love the fly episode i think it's brilliant it's, such uh, a it's de- so good what is it a detailed he, nothingness episode yeah so he, he gets super paranoid he has this like super lab by whatever spoilers I yeah, guess. yeah yeah he has the super I, I, lab by season four and who so doesn't assume he has a super meth lab yeah um and so he um he gets super paranoid because there's a fly in his lab and he's like it's a contaminant we're we jesse we gotta we gotta we gotta get the fly but he's he's also like kind of going he's like sleep deprived and there's like other things happening around him um things with his family and he's like really really stressed um and he, there's also you know obviously threats of on his right, life right. and whatnot and so he in this episode he like he like completely breaks down over this fly and he he like goes to the store and he try he like hangs up fly traps all over the place and Jesse is increasingly being like what is going on like <laughs> this is a crazy man and so he like he puts him um he like he's like you need to sleep because he's been up for like three days right, trying to right. get this fly, he's like, "You need to sleep." And so he puts he puts a Benadryl in his coffee, um, and he and as he's falling asleep, he has this like really heartfelt moment with Jesse, um, and it's like it's like amazing. Like even in this what you might say is a filler episode where he's trying to kill this fly, there's like there's ca- character development and th- themes, and it's it's so good. It's you just know so what's good. really funny about you saying that what. Avatar Last Airbender Season 3. There's an episode about being sleep deprived uh, that's very similar to it. Yeah. And it's about um, basically 
the show setting is that there's this kid who's the chosen one, right? Uh, who's supposed to stop this king who has imperialistically taken over the entire world uh, with fire. He's the, the nations are split up by elements. There's four elements. The, the Fire Nation King is his name. So basically everyone's like, oh, Aang, that's the main character, your destiny is to go beat him. But it's a lot of pressure because he's just a kid. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know what to do. So there's this episode where they're like, Aang, we finally made it to the coast and we're going to go over to the Fire Nation on a boat. And like, we're so close. Like, you're almost there. You've mastered like three elements. You just got to master fire somehow. And he's like, oh my gosh, I have to go kill this like super powered king. So he stays up all night and he's like, I got to train. I got to train with sheep. And he's like, just training like all the time. Like it's a, I mean like it's a cartoon show. So it's like, it's really goofy. Right. But it's, surprisingly similar to that plot uh, of hmm. someone losing their mind. Uh, Maybe they took it took it from... <laughs> hey, the show... Avatar Last Airbender is a really good show. Yeah. And, and it has um, really great deep themes. As far as a three-season show goes, I think from what I heard, the show was a little bit rushed. I'm hmm. pretty sure that they had planned a little bit more, but it had gotten canceled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, at least that's what I... Th- think i'm guessing although then again they did have another show afterwards legend of Korra, right yeah the legend of Korra, which was okay um it, it was just all right but brad yelling <laughs> in the background <laughs> um, welcome to the show um before we get on to sort of lighter fare with with the comedy shows that we want to talk about um i kind of want to know what you guys like watched as a kid because that that's the only when i talk about tv what i'm sort of first what I first remember is like the TV that I watched as a kid. Um, I wonder if that's how you guys, I mean, do you like, do you get flashbacks to, to cartoons when you, you know, that you watched as a kid? Well, I think that's where my love for self-contained episodes comes from. Yeah. For right. Sure. Because that's what I watched when I was a kid. That was, those are the cartoons I watched. I mean, like I grew up in a super Christian house, so I watched a lot of Veggie Tales. I also oh, watched this, Veggie Tales. I also watched this much crappier show called Bible Man, which yes. was oh hilarious. my yeah. gosh! Hold on, I've got a story about Bible Man. Actually, oh you do. It was like, uh, I swear, it had to be a week ago, um, where I was hanging out with my roommates and we were talking, and somebody brought up Bible Man. I might have just like casually referenced it, and then I was like, "Dude, Bible Man." That was <laughs> that was weird, dude. I had a Bible Man action figure. It's so strange. And I went and I looked up. I I watched like a couple episodes it's of Bible Man. Super weird. It's terrible. It's Power Rangers meets Star Wars meets, meets Batman. Yeah, but the, but like it's pretty violent too. Doesn't, like doesn't he have like the nipple? Like he's yes, he does. He's wearing like the nipple Batman outfit. Yes, and I had a costume as well. So I was. Wow, so weird. just Christian things, I guess. I guess <laughs> Bible Man is a meme, dude. It's hilarious. Bible Man was really funny too because they like they straight up have like ripped light lightsaber battles in the middle of the show. Yeah, <laughs> and then he like he like he'll, like stop and then like quote a Bible verse and then keep fighting. <laughs> Breaking the third wall right there. Oh man, <laughs> that would be so funny if he was like, "Thou shalt not murder," and <laughs> as he slices someone. We should make a Bible Man like parody. We gotta find that guy. Who's the guy that acted for Bible? He's probably hiding Dude. in a cave. 
dude. Whoever Jeff Bridges. No, he's probably he's probably like coked out somewhere. I, I <laughs> Oh my gosh. Do you guys want to know something real sad? I probably shouldn't say this on the air. You yeah, should. go ahead. Whatever. I, I'm not gonna throw the person out of the bus who oh. said it to me. But there's someone I know who is in the music industry, who is also in the Christian music industry. Chris who, Tomlin. Who play yeah, I know Chris <laughs> Tomlin. Uh no, who uh who played a lot of shows for uh different things and he was like dude no joke like the newsboys are like party frat guys <laughs> really he was like no joke i've heard some bad things about them dude tbh i couldn't i could <laughs> totally imagine that that just cracks me up dude that's really funny i just <laughs> i just picture them playing like god's not dead that song and then <laughs> Like hammered out of their mind, dude. Do you remember old Newsboys though? Like Peter old Fieler. Newsboys oh, yeah, yeah. was like that way was cool. better. That was cool. Well, we can play football. Big, big ass. No, that's not them. That's audio adrenaline. All right, this, this is it a, is yeah. Technically, oh, okay. this is a secular podcast. Okay. Anyways, no religion here. We want to do. Uh, I think we should do a homes. We want to do like that homeschooler. Yeah, episode. yeah, yeah. We should feature me guys because I've been homeschooled. Shut up. Okay. If only you could like say something though. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like <laughs> I've been speaking more than the last podcast. Yeah, you you were. You are. Oh, okay. That's You're good. doing good. You're doing oh, good. Thank you guys. There was a moment in this Give podcast where I looked at uh I looked at Tim and I gave him like a wink to talk and he hit it right on point. Hit it. Baseball. Oh. You Out remember that part, right? That was yeah. like twenty minutes ago. That's what they're gonna do at the Super Bowl. Anyway, like, I'll be hitting you after this. So. Wow. Home runs. <laughs> oh okay. at the Super Bowl. <laughs> what are we even talking about at this point? <laughs> Go sports. No, no, no. no. I, I really want to know your your childhood cartoon Oh, that's story. right. That's right. That's right. And I watched a lot of SpongeBob with my uncle. Oh, love SpongeBob. The yeah. main show. First season, though. I watched as a kid. Obsessed. Star Wars, dude. TV show? Oh, movies. the Clone Wars? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's I an underrated that. movie right there. Now there's the short series, the sh- the short no, the series, t- the TV show, right. not the movie. But the TV show is wasn't that a spinoff of the Clone Wars movie? Yeah, there yeah. There, there is a short uh, movie esque Sh- movie. Oh oh oh, that movie. Yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh, Do I, I've erased that from my mind. Hold on. So, but so there's tremendous. there's three Clone Wars pieces of entertainment, and I'm going to talk to you about them. The first one is a short uh, series. Okay, wait, hold on, hold on, sorry. You just said there's three? Yes. There's the Clone Wars, I said entertainment pieces. Not movies? Are you including the Star Wars episode two? TV and movies, okay? Okay. No, no, it's not the movie The Clone Wars, okay? The first one is a 2D, hand-drawn style art, like, short series. It was was like Samurai Jack. It was animated like Samurai Jack. I think it's the same creator. Makes sense. Same creator and Dude, that was awesome. That animator. was really good. Super was, intense. My favorite part is Mace Windu getting locked in the middle of a desert oh. and fighting an entire army alone. Dude, you're giving me nostalgia flashbacks right now. That's a really cool scene. The second piece of Clone Wars media, which Tim is referring to, is before the 3D animated TV show Star Wars: The Clone Wars, there was a Star Wars: The Clone Wars movie, which was in theaters. Yeah, which most people remember don't that. remember. I remember that. And Two years after, you say it's good. I'm saying it's good. I'm just saying, is that you're talking about? No, talking about the, I, I'm TV talking show. about the TV show okay. that was after that, the 3D animated yes. movie. I don't remember being that good as a kid. I liked. It. I think I was like in junior high. I was just obsessed with Star Wars. Right, a couple years ago. Right? Um, yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I remember liking the, prequ- of the, the prequels when I was a kid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Jar Jar. 
I watched it. That's kind of embarrassing to to say. Yeah. Well, I mean, but we were like, we were what? We first one came out. We were two years old. Do you think kids who were like twelve years old didn't love the Last Jedi? No, they loved it. I guarantee they loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. The Last Jedi isn't it kind of boring for kids? I just watched it. It's actually a pretty good film. Yeah, I, I mean, it's not. It's not the worst film ever. It's definitely not the worst Star Wars film ever. So, what's the worst Star Wars film in your opinion? Oh, Attack Empire of the Clones. Attack of the Clones. Absolutely. Hey, you know what, Tim? I just. No. I want you. Remember, to... Remember, it's a privilege to be on the show. Don't you forget that. So you I can't little... here. Yeah. Oh. Don't talk about my baby that way. No, I love that baby as well. Okay. You what better are you guys be. We live together. The Empire Strikes Back. Okay. Anyways, TV shows. Attack of the Clones is for sure the worst Star Wars movie. Phantom Menace. They Phantom Menace is just boring. Attack yeah. of the Clones is like straight it's up. It's really bad. bad. So I watched Aquaman. This is totally getting off off the rails. Good lord! But TV show? We the knew, hang no. on, hang on. We knew this show was gonna go like sideways all over. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, keep going. So I watched Aquaman with Juzo the other day, and let me tell you, it's worse than Attack of the Clones. It's worse than Attack of the Clones. Mm-mm. It's the worst movie I've ever seen in theaters. No doubt about it. No, hundred percent. I'm actually group? surprised because a lot of people told me it was not that bad. It they just said it was pretty awful. good. Just for that it dude, Jason. Awful. It's right in that curve of, you know how there are good movies, there are bad movies, and there are so bad that it's good movies? Right. It's like a curve. Mm-hmm. It's in the deepest, deepest hole of that bad, but not so bad it's good curve. What other films would you put it in there with? <sighs> By Attack the way, of the Clones. I literally, no. I think it's literally as bad as Attack of the Clones. Cameron just drew a diagram that was like a standard deviation upside down. Yeah, that's the best way I can describe it. No, and it's I'm, like a long, a long, long run aggregate supply curve. Good lord! <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking a bunch of math classes for econ, yeah. and they're teaching me all this statistical stuff that I tried to forget, and I'm like, no, not again. Not I brought again. in the uh, the I brought in the econ just for you though. That was yeah, but that, that's not what I was referring to. I was referring to a standard deviation, which probably you just mean person, a normal. You just mean it's normal, a bell curve. Yeah, normal deviation or normal distribution. That's what it's called. Normal distribution. Oh, negative right. normal distribution. The only person that knows what we're talking about is Darren. Yeah, that's probably true. Good old Darren. Just for you, Darren. You know what Darren said to me while we were playing that escape room? What? He said you should have been the math major, and I got I was really proud. <laughs> He says that to everyone, okay? You know he's super smart. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) Okay. We have derailed for long enough. No, but I want to know... I want to know, Tim... Oh, the kids? What what he was watching as a a child. As a child. Um, probably VeggieTales as well. Some Spongebob in there. Mm -hmm. Um, Scooby-Doo. I used to... Oh, I love Scooby-Doo. Like the 60s one. Yes. Of course. Yes. So... I used to be scared pretty bad sometimes on that mm, show. Mm. Like, like it was nice. Like, some scary, some chillness in there. What I thought it was so funny. Some uh, of some of the scenes were good. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. and then it's actually else? legitimately a really good show. It's fun. Yeah. What else? Did you ever watch the um, Jimmy Neutron? Was another one. Oh yeah, Jimmy Neutron. Did you guys ever watch the um, the Game Show Network? No. What's that? Otherwise rebranded as Gas. No. What Ooh. the heck yeah, is ser- that? I'm serious. I'm serious. Well, the um, gas, so like that. they, w- 
um, there were like old school game shows that would just play in syndication on right. this network. So it's things like Double Dare, um, Guts, uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple. Like, you guys have never heard of this? No. Like, oh my like god! Japanese Ninja I was Warriors addicted. Something? It was like that, but like, but like not as intense. It okay. wasn't like physically challenged. Not like the Japanese version. Physical challenge. See, it was. I feel like I'm such an old man because because old people, not old people, but like Older. like 35 year olds, they all grew up on on the actual shows. They all, all grew up on like Double Dare, right? Double right, Dare, right. Guts, whatnot. What's Double Dare? Double Dare is a game show where you you answer questions, and then if you get the question wrong, you have to do a physical challenge. Oh wow! Well, okay. What that means is you you like slide down a giant tongue into some some goop, and then yeah, then you have to like you have to like uh, jostle through the stomach you're and grab a flag. You're literally speaking a different language right now. Like, I know. What on earth are you talking about? Yeah, there's the a first giant, generation of TV shows. There's a giant soda fountain that you have to step on all the things to get the flag. I and mean, then it's like just just big weird games that you have to play. And it was fun. It was they so much TV fun. Shows. And then you win a prize if you win. Um, I like Wipeout. I used to watch a lot of Wipeout. Yeah, it was Ooh. basically like Wipeout but with more goop uh, okay talking about that <laughs> i used to watch jeopardy and wheel of fortune as a child still do so yeah yeah so it's like that but with more fun stuff happening on screen okay. and then like like things like gat uh, like guts what where... about like actual kid shows cameron what did you actually watch this is what <laughs> i watched as a kid well that explains a lot doesn't it <laughs> <laughs> ball barker the price is right no yeah. i watched um I, I watched things like SpongeBob. I loved SpongeBob. Um, Dexter, no. Dexter's Laboratory. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh SpongeBob. Yeah. SpongeBob was pretty funny. Dude, Ed I'm so happy that SpongeBob has come back as a meme. I'm so happy about it. It's like <laughs> the show's really good. It's like <laughs> each year there's a new meme of SpongeBob. In each year, it's yeah. like each month. There's like different versions of it too, like the talking back SpongeBob. Yeah, P- a creepy Patrick. Oh uh, my god! Uh, there's so many Squidward ones. Um, the, the plankton going like this with the robot, <laughs> making breath, punching. Mo- yeah, the dancing punching motion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else? What else did you watch? Uh, let's see. I mean, I I watched like Cartoon Network and Disney Channel. Um, like I really liked uh, what's it called? Uh, Cheetah Girls. Uh, uh, Sweet Life. Oh, with yeah, Zach and yeah, Cody. Yeah. Cory in the house, Cory in the house, love. Mm. But that's a Raven. I was, I was all about that. So oh, before that, Kim Possible. Yeah, well, I like. I watched a lot of Kim Possible. It's pretty good. Did you ever watch um, Samurai Jack? No, I brought it up earlier. I wish. Dude, no. Samurai Jack is legit. I it's, remember, an, it's like legitimately a good show. I watch. I I'd see it as a kid. and I was like, I wish I could watch that. But it was always on at like eight. Yeah, because it was, like it was kind board, of adult. The borderline adult swim. Yeah, 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 and he brought it back for a season, correct? Like a yeah, on Netflix. Ago? Yeah, like I didn't watch it though. No, okay. Um, but it w- it was pretty it was pretty violent. Mm. I mean, it was a pretty violent show because he was a samurai. Who's well, always I, cutting oh, robots in half. I used to watch Looney Tunes. Oh, I love Looney Tunes. That's pretty violent. It is. I enjoyed it. 
as a kid. Yeah, I was I like, mean, this it, is good. Oh, Tom and Jerry. Tom oh, yeah. and Jerry is super violent, but I loved it. Talk about some saw like preview, dude. That's like <laughs> some borderline torture stuff. I mean, that's why like, in on, a good the, way. on the Simpsons they always parodied it with uh, Itchy and Scratchy. <laughs> yes, um, oh. which is amazing. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so guys, I hate to break it to you, but Aww. it's it's my birthday. Happy birthday. For my birthday, we're going to just make this episode a little bit shorter. Because it <laughs> it's almost 11. I still have to commute back up on 280. Uh, and I got to take little Timmy home. Wow. Back to his bed. So, Put him uh, to sleep. <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> after that, um, I want to hear the shows that you guys want to highlight. And I also want to talk about The Office and um, a couple other shows with The Office. Okay. To highlight that episode that was once long lost. Um, so what are some shows that you think are good? That, that, that's basically what I wanted to hear. You go first. Shows cool. that you think are good. Yeah, one of the shows that was kind of late on was Arrested Development. Oh, love it. Yeah, oh, like... Yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about that in a sec. So just give your quick thoughts. All right, cool. So I thought the humor is very smart, and then they kind of... From season one, they showcase what's going to happen in the next couple of seasons, like little jokes here and there. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. And so, like, I think that's very brilliant. And then, just the dryness of the jokes, I, I find I would love it. I don't think it's that dry. I actually think it's like very. It's like office dry. Uh, on, huh. It feels like someone is putting a golf ball down on a tee, swinging and doing yes. a perfect drive into a hole in one. You think so? Yeah. They take a long time with yeah, the setup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then drive it straight into the joke. Yeah. And then... And, then and, it, all, and it always lands. And what it always happens, goes in. What happens is they they constantly hit the same ball over and over <laughs> with the driver into the hole-in-one. Even in later episodes, they don't forget the jokes that they have set up. Even when you're like, wow, that was... Three seasons ago, yeah. I can't believe you're yes. still joking about that. And then they change, then they change the joke, and it evolves. That's what I love about Arrested Development is that it has, instead of, um, instead of being a narrative that continues on with seasons, uh, you know, instead of being like a, a drama that, you know, develops its story arcs and is, you know, very very into character development. It's like, it does that, but with jokes. Yeah, it sets it up in season one, and then. And then you you forget about it until you know season. three seasons in or three seasons in, and then it makes the same joke, and you're like, that w- wait that was an old joke, yeah. and then they keep making the same joke, and they keep riffing on it. It is it's amazing, especially it, with Job, I believe, right? I mean, with everybody, with every character. I Correct. mean, it is weird because I do feel that the end of that show isn't as good, and I know you no, disagree. No, no, no. I oh. oh, I agree. It's not as good. I yeah. I don't think it's terrible. I I think people rag on it. I too I, much. I don't think it's it's really that great. The ending, like the last or two seasons, the Netflix pretty shows. Yeah. The, yeah. the the first three are really solid. Yeah. Though. Season season one, two, and three are like. They nailed it. What they else you got, Tim? What else? Other shows. Um, Sherlock. I think we were talking about that before yeah. mm. we started a podcast. And they're, they're more like movies as we as the podcast yeah, began. They're pretty long. They're long. Yeah. They're like hour and a half to yeah. t- t- two hours sometimes. An epic cast, too. Benedict Cumberbatch and uh, Martin, Martin Freeman. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, really good. I mean, honestly, what more can you ask for than a... It, it does the same thing that you were talking about, where it has one 
significant story in an episode, but then it it continues it on with with the next couple of episodes. Yep. But it's very it's very condensed. It's very locked in its own story, and that's why I say that it's basically like what? How many seasons has has there been now? Four, I think, and mm-hmm. it's three episodes per season, so mm-hmm. it's twelve movies. It's basically, just twelve movies about Sherlock Holmes, which I think is amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think more more. TV shows should do something like that. And if I'm correct, they've worked together before or after with The Hobbit. Because he was, I believe, Benedict Cumberbatch was Smog. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, they have a good chemistry, especially on they do. Sherlock. They really do. Yeah, definitely not in The Hobbit, though. No. But well, it's fine. I didn't think it was that bad. I like the, I like the second Hobbit. I'm weird. Which one? The, the one the where they... The, the Smog? The, ba- yes. the Barrels. Uh, that's the first one, I believe. No, 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 no. the, the barrels yeah, where they yeah. where they go down the river. The FPS GoPro shot. <laughs> no, I'll never forget you. I'll never forget you. Uh, um, keep going. Okay. Tim panics every time we ask him about a show. He's like frantically opening his phone. <laughs> yes, I've made lists like oh, it's so pretty new to the whole podcast thing. So uh, another show I'm not sure if you have heard of is Homeland. It's a very CAA type of show. Homeland. Yeah. Isn't that just like Homefront, the video game? Oh, I was literally thinking about it. Oh, it's ripping it off. No, like I'm actually still on the first season, so I'm not exactly what sure. What is the plot? Because I'm quite curious. So it's a Showtime-based show. So more of your... Ex- Overarching narrative. Like, y- yeah, yeah a, a narrative-driven show. So it's a government type of show trying to... F- a specific character in the government trying to um, figure out like who's a terrorist and... Tons of like, I don't know. It's a very smart show, I believe. Like, like I'm not sure. Like, I'm still trying. I'm season one, so yeah, yeah. And so, um, kind of like a political thriller, sort yeah, of. Re- yeah, very political th- thriller, and then trying to figure out who's the enemy, who are the good guys. Yeah, and like yeah. all the little tiny um, things that happen, incidents happen in each episode. Like yeah. you're still trying to figure out. So oh, very like, born, born identity. Yes. Yeah. Twenty four. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Oh yeah, I didn't. I totally forgot about twenty. I didn't. Yeah, I don't think too. I watched twenty four. Who was it? Who's Who's the guy? Was it Jason Statham? No, um, Southern Kiefer Southern. Oh yeah, Kiefer Southern. He's oh, on yeah, the new show, right. the President Show, I believe, on Fox. I don't know. Oh, the President. I'm not sure. So Isaac, what are your What are your top TV shows recommended? Well, I already talked about a few. I do think the first season of Stranger Things is a excellent piece of I agree. TV. Um, media. The the thing is, is that the, sh- the first season's made as if there's never going to be a season again. I and I wished that there was not. And I think they didn't expect it to blow up as much as it did. And it's very excellent. I think it deserved it. And I think the cinematography is incredible in it. And Great. it is produced like a very long film. The first season alone is really all you need. If you watch the first one, you are going to watch the second one because you want more. And that's what sucks. Yep. yep. The second one is not as good. It's fine. It's just not as good. Um. Now, we, we touched on Clone Wars. I watched a lot of Clone Wars. Clone Wars is a mixed show. Uh, the current animated one, the one that's over, they also had a Netflix season to it. Um, lots of interesting themes and ideas explored for a Star Wars show. And uh, really, I would not I would avoid it if you're not a Star Wars fan. Truly. Truly. That's how I feel. Hmm. Uh, episode 5 of Season 1, Rookies, is an excellent episode. Also, the first time there, were, I can... I, I was just shocked because there were swear words in it. In Star Wars? Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. And because and, as a kid, I was like, oh, snap, this is intense. Yeah, they right? don't say bantha fodder. Yeah. <laughs> I I mean, it's it's not 
it's not like super bad, but it's about these like five clones. The episode's called Five, I think. No, the episode's called Rookies. Yeah, yeah. And it's episode five of season one. And it's about these clone cadets who just came out of fresh out of the thing and they have to defend a base that nothing ever happens mm. on this base. And of course, their first night on the, on the shift, something happens. And it's cool. Like, I was like, this is an awesome idea, and it ends. It's done real quick, so if you want to check it out, it's on Netflix. The first the, the first episode's there. It's I mean, it's a kid's show, but, I mean, I think it's a little bit darker than yeah. everything else. Like I said, I don't recommend it unless you're a Star Wars fan. If you love Star Wars, watch it. That's how I feel. And you really have to get through some, through some absolute horse crap, too. <laughs> I will never forgive that show for making me watch Jar Jar Binks stall a government council by juggling cakes. Oh, no. Yeah, that's the stuff. Or... or that's what did in the original films, the obsession, right? The obsession with cakes in this show. There's a whole episode about R2 and C-3PO getting lost in Coruscant city slums trying to buy a birthday cake for Padme. <laughs> and it also explains how Why? C-3PO got his memory wiped. As always, we mm. a lot of garbage, a lot I of garbage, see. but also a lot of goodness. Uh, another show that I want to mention is Life on Mars. I practically remember nothing from it besides the fact that it had a really cool ending twist. A show that was obviously canceled and tied up quickly. Mm. Very interesting. I remember the play, uh, the plot being interesting as well. Um, Burn Notice, I really like. That's definitely one of those. I need something to watch. I'm gonna sit down and watch this. I don't know if it's on uh, Netflix anymore. I like Friends. You guys don't care for it or something. Dislike Friends. I think it's it's a, it's a solid show. It's you not, like, wait, you no. like Friends and you don't like Seinfeld? Which no, I don't. I just haven't watched Seinfeld. Oh, okay, okay. That's the only reason. I, I like I'm, Seinfeld. I'm sure I like it. It's I funny. honestly would like it. So, I th- well, I think Friends is no okay show. It's kind of solid, but it's way overrated. It's not. Yeah, yeah everything I'm, that dreams of people believe it, it is. Did you ever watch Fresh Prince of Bel Air? Nope. Oh, nope. I what? loved Fresh Prince. Nope. Fresh Prince was I just fun. watch it. So, okay. Did Real you ever quick. watch uh, Home Improvement? Uh, it seems like an older people show. Now, I watched Dirty out. Jobs. Oh, big That's fan a, of Dirty Jobs. Yeah. Big fan of Mythbusters. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Mythbusters is really good. Top yeah. Gear? Top yeah. Gear yeah. is solid. Yeah. Really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that show. Oh, man. Top Gear is a fun show. It is. Jeremy Clark getting kicked off. For- Didn't he get punched as producer? <laughs> Twice. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> the second time is when they got rid of him. I love how we started this episode being like, eh, TV, it's not that good. And now now we're talking about all these shows that we loved. I mean, like, TV was a pretty integral part of of my childhood. Yeah. So. Okay, so last few shout-outs. First season of Walking Dead, pretty good. Yeah. I like it. Agreed. Um, I watched MASH. Okay. The, the original version? Yes. Yeah. And a lot of people... Don't have the patience to sit through it. Yeah. It's really funny. It's actually really funny. Yeah, I hear it's really good. I think I watched the whole thing. Wow. That's how good I thought it was. Um, I have Sherlock on, or Sherlock on this list. And, of course, the episode that was never released of Everything Comes From Something was about The Office and the origins of dry humor or deadpan humor as it was cited in Wikipedia. Now... Deadpan isn't necessarily exactly dry humor, if I remember correctly from that episode, but it, there's it's an integral link to what dry humor has become. And Cameron and I had a thesis statement we wanted to share with you about that episode because there's no way we're going to re-record it. No. 
uh, because we recorded it on a bad. Um, it was a morning. <laughs> it was just, it was it weird. Was bad. We always record at night. Yeah. It was like bad juju going on there. <laughs> okay. So our thesis statement and idea is that we think that the office, Arrested Development, and Parks and Recreation are all linked in the style of comedy, right? Mm-hmm. There's this emphasis on dry humor, but there's also like a, a, a Lady Justice scale, right? You can either have absurdity or plot. Yeah. On the far end of the spectrum, right, Parks and Recreation holds the plot heavier than the absurdity. Right, right. Because the humor is still dry, but it's not as absurd. Now, certain characters will channel that absurdity, but if you compare it to The Office, it holds absurdity heavier than the plot. Half the time, you don't even care what's going on in The Office. You're like, it's an office. I know what's going on. Right, right, right. But, like, the characters are progressively crazy. You think of Parks and Recreation, you're like, oh, um... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The office is not absurdity. I, I messed that up. No, no, no. But well, no. the The office has absurd moments. I I and think it, I it, think what you're saying is still correct. The office is is absurd, and it doesn't really care so much about plot. But but it's not as absurd as Arrested Development, which yes. has zero regard for plot. Even though there is a plot, it's a it's a yeah. it's absurd in itself. Yeah, it's a joke in itself, right? So that's what I wanted to get at is that the that was the whole purpose of that episode is to compare the com- the uh, relation between those three shows and how Cameron and I I don't know what you think Tim I want to know what you think actually yeah we think that Arrested Development actually falls short because of its reliance on plot we thought it should have leaned more into absurdity oh no, do you mean Parks and Rec Parks and Rec Arrested it- Development does not fall short one bit. no it's that's what very I mean. absurd that's what I, I'm so sorry guys like I said it's eleven oh nine like I well, no 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 so that's what I think is I think. I don't think Parks and Rec is funny enough. Like I think Parks and Rec takes itself too seriously. Tamed down version, I believe. Yeah, I yeah, totally. Speaking on The Office, I feel like The Office, Malcolm in the Middle, and um, Arrested Development are all exaggerations of their actual real life. Yeah. So you got like The Office, you got the weird people, you got the crazy boss, and the Malcolm Middle, you got the um, mad, like crazy mom, kind of. Your dad. Your dad, like who, kind of your weird dad, passive dad, and yeah. you got the crazy brothers punching each other, doing stuff to each other. Yeah, yeah. And you got the rest, of, rest of development of the weird like, rich dysfunctional people. family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, I think they do a pretty good job exaggerating and emphasizing the weaknesses and strengths of each people as well. So, right, right. I think but Parks and Rec. Boo. Yeah, it's all very. Uh, it's weird because I really like Parks and Rec. But I just could never go back to watching it. Hmm. After because I started with Parks and Rec, and I was like, "Dude, this is so funny." Then I started watching Arrested Development, and I was like, "This is on drugs." <laughs> and then I started watching yeah. The Office, and I was like, "This is a perfect balance." And so I just wanted to share that thought, uh, kind of a kind of a thesis statement. That was the whole point of that last or that that what was it episode secret episode six or seven we tried to record and we no, I think it was earlier than that. I was thinking I think it was literally episode three That's so weird after the president's assassination right no 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 I after our coffee episode oh yeah wow or was coffee episode four I don't know whatever it doesn't matter it was weird but I, we want to share the thought at least while we're on the subject of TV right 
and and that's why we never released it because we said it in like five seconds when we could have expanded for like well if you don't remember cameron we actually spent the night watching the best rated episodes of each show yeah as well comparing them uh which was a fun episode shout out to the office uh episode that is about um dinner parties Ooh. Yes, but also shout out to the one where where Dwight uh, cuts his face off. The dummy, the dummy's face off. Also that, uh, amazing. Shout out to the office episode about Michael leaving. Do not watch yes. that episode if you have not watched the show. Okay. Uh, obviously, Steve Carell leaves. Why did you say that like you were my dad, <laughs> like telling me not to do something? <laughs> Because uh, because because it doesn't have as much of an impact. Yeah. That's why. And I sat down to watch that episode, being like, "This episode is is there's no way it can live up to the hype that people lead it up to be." Yeah, yeah. That TV episode is not like any TV episode I have ever seen in my life, which is overhyping it to an extreme. Okay, but the truth is, I've never seen a farewell to a certain cast member in the TV show done so perfectly. Yeah. But speaking to that was the, I think a couple episodes prior, it's with the last Dundies with Steve Carell and then they get kicked out of Chili's, I believe. And then they go to, back to the office and they sing like a big old song or mm-hmm, something. And mm-hmm. like, similar, similar effect. But like, the episode alone, I think it says goodbye, Michael is the mm, title. Yeah. Yes. It's really cool how they actually capture a person having an interaction. Like it's almost like you're inside of that character's head for a second saying goodbye to each person in their head. It's really weird. It's, it's very interestingly put together and it fits the show really well. So, uh, those are the thoughts on the dry humor shows. Any last ideas? Well, I didn't say my, my couple of shows that I'd like. No, no, no. To. I was going to get to that. I was oh, talking okay. about okay. about sorry, specifically sorry. the dry humor yeah. shows. Any last ideas on Arrested Development, Parks and Rec, or The Office? One show actually we haven't talked about. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it. It's the IT Crowd, and it's a, that's right. A, we watched it together. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It's a BBC show about three IT guys in some corporate office in Britain, and then it's very um, subtle humor. I believe it's super dry. Super dry. I and mean, that's so, anything on BBC, Brit- though. Yeah, British, and it's very, British humor, very dry. Arrested Development type of absurdity as well. So okay. It is funny. I, I watched one about them going to the opera with JD and you, I think. Yeah. Which was which is quite funny. By the way, JD, we always got to throw you under the bus every episode now. You're literally... <laughs> I think that's going to be your new role. Uh, JD reached out to me and said, Hey, what's the deal with you having your friends on? You should really expand your guests appearances because it's stupid to just include the people you know we're working on it yeah we're working on it relax okay we only know the people we know right (laughs) if you have anyone awesome and cool you know feel free to give us their contact or something like that reach out to us and be like hey i think this person is cool and if i message you back and say i don't think so don't be offended. I don't think this per- person is cool. I don't think they should be on the podcast. Well, I mean, for for instance, right, we had Austin Keys on for episode 29. And he talked about cars and the ER. Two things we didn't know anything about. And I think he did a great job making it entertaining and exciting for our listenership. But I know, Austin, if you tell me that you're going to come on the show and talk about Magic the Gathering, the card game, 
You better be the most exciting person I've ever met in my life. Or D&D as well, so on that same family. Or, I mean, even like we're making fun of sports. If you're going to come in and talk about sports, you really got to speak to Cameron and I in some nerdy way. Oof. Otherwise, we're going to fall asleep. I think it's going to be hard. <laughs> so we're open to suggestions, but we're also the uh, end-all be-all. I'm just warning. Yes. So. Where the where the, the buck stops with us. But reach out to us. We'll send you a heart emoji. Anyways. Cameron, your shows. Um. Yeah. So I think obviously Breaking Bad is like top of the list. Wait, what was that? Yes. Breaking Bad. I uh, love excuse it. Excuse me? It's what, amazing. One more time? Game of Thrones, I think, is is really good too. I, I, it, I think the earlier seasons were much better, but, you know, that's just me. It's the shocking fine. season one death is pretty shocking. It's whatever. Um. <laughs> I loved True Detective. I, I know we talked about it a little bit. I loved True Detective season one. I did that same thing that I always do where I watch season one and then I don't go back for season two. I will probably go back for season three, though. Um, I've heard the high reviews. Like, the yeah. Di- the director um, took his time well, and now back on season season one level. Yeah. I We'll see. We'll see. It hasn't come out yet, right? Yeah. It's actually... Is it out? Yeah, four episodes in. Oh, dang. Yeah. Okay, I might actually have to jump on and it. He's a guy from Moonlight as well, the father, or Mahershala Ali. Yeah, Mahershala Ali. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's great. I, I love him. He's a great actor. Um, one show that I think... Um, oh, man, I, I just forgot. I, for, I completely forgot what I hey, was Hey, remember when I was like, yo, write a list down? Yeah, I know, but I had it. I had... Oh, yeah. Here's what I... Okay. Um, <laughs> you're fired. Something that you're fired. Peter, you're fired. I don't know if people watched this as a kid. I want to. I want to hear your thoughts about this. The Justice League animated TV show. Yes. Heck yeah! How did I miss that? I know, right? The first two seasons of the Justice League animated TV show are some of the best comic book stories ever produced. Shut your face. Let me say something, ladies and gentlemen. I have watched Justice League when I was a child. <laughs> I have watched Justice League, the animated series, when I was in middle school. And I was like, holy crap, this is good. Ladies and gentlemen, I have watched Justice League when I was in high school. It was on Netflix. I said, holy crap, this is pretty good. Ladies and gentlemen, I watched Justice League as a full-grown adult. <laughs> it is still freaking awesome it's so good and it's justice so league unlimited not as good but still really good okay I there are two justice there league are two movie. there are two versions watch the original it's amazing i will i will never forget there's an episode about a villain who puts heroes to sleep that's literally his thing he's like i'm gonna make yes. you fall asleep oh yes and I'm, batman punches the windshield so out. so like, <laughs> all all of the superheroes are all the super duper super powered superheroes get put to sleep and batman who's the weakest <laughs> is the last one left and he's like i don't need superpowers to beat this i'm i'm smart and so like there's this part where he's like starting to feel drowsy and he's like, not today, blank, whatever the name of the villain is. So he goes to a coffee shop and he's like, give me six shots of espresso. <laughs> like, no joke. This is in the show. Then he's driving the Batmobile, drinking his coffee. And like, he's starting to feel drowsy. And he's like, no. And he like 
literally punches out the windshield of it's the amazing. Batmobile so the winds come in and then you watch him do like a, a like a quick cut of him t- cranking his death metal music up super loud drinking <laughs> coffee and having the windshield on so good like that is my favorite part of that show I mean too. that that was the start of my love affair for Batman like straight up that was that was like that was it and that's what I'm really thinking of when I'm driving on 280 <laughs> That's that's literally all all of what I think when I when I like drive and I'm tired or like it's late at night. I'm like, oh, I want to be Batman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two shows speaking on um, Justice League was Teen Titans original. I know a lot of people love the Teen I Titans. I never watched. Yeah, it. not Teen Titans Go because that's garbage. Right, but, right. And then Static Shock. Were you guys a fan of that? I, I didn't do, watch I don't know. either of those. No. Okay. So they're I believe they're all in the same universe. Static Shock was more like a woke type of political show for okay like on dc comic books and then you got the whole titan titans like i don't know miniature versions of it yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, pretty good stuff i i know people swear by the original teen titans yeah no yeah it was a solid show yeah everybody says they love it yeah but justice league i mean i should be on the same level i literally had it on my ipod video i liked (laughs) it so much Wow. Like seriously, I was addicted. You it's, are old. It I is loved solid, it. dude. If you're looking to watch a cartoon, like don't let the the title cartoon scare you. Like if that thing's on Netflix, I'll watch it again. I so here's the thing. We, me and Juzo, we have this apparently um, affliction where we watch every DC movie that comes out because we hate each other. No. Um, and so, like I said, we watched Aquaman. But when Justice League came out, we watched it, and I literally immediately went back to we went back to maybe it wasn't just like maybe it was batman v superman and and i literally went back to our freshman dorm and i put on the episode where superman dies and i was like watch this episode this is the this is a way better story this is a way better than than anything that that Zack snyder has ever made dude it is uh, yeah the justice league animated so series good. Awesome, and it's dark. Yeah, it's really dark. It's really dark. Is it on Netflix? I hope. I think so. it is. Okay. I think it is. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. All of you guys should check it out. Yeah, sounds like I'm. Behind Any on last that. thoughts on TV, guys? Um, well, I only got two in here. I want to sh- give a sh- big shout out to Ozark. Ozark came out last year. Amazing. I also want to give out a, a, a big shout out to Mind Hunter. Very good. Uh, it was uh, David Fincher produced. I think he directed the first two and last two episodes. Serial Killers, right? Yes. yes. Um, I really l- like the cover of Mindhunter. Very good, yeah. The, with, what is it? That the old ink? muscle car? No. I think no, so. No, no, no. With the ink plots? The, yeah, it's the it's the Rorschach test. Yes. Um, but uh, anyways. Maybe I'm thinking. Of I also want to give a shout out to a couple nonfiction things. Um, first off, uh, anything that Ken Burns does. I guess that's considered TV, yeah. but I wa- I like got so addicted to Ken Burns as the Vietnam War Wasn't when it came out 2017. S- yeah, amazing, 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 amazing. I really, I yeah, I can't, uh, I can't recommend it enough. I loved Making a Murderer when it came out. Um, right. I know there's like there's like factual problems with that show, but yeah, I loved that when it came out. Um, uh, MythBusters, obviously, we talked about it a little bit, but. Yeah. No, I I watched a lot of I don't know, a lot of 
different stuff i would say i watched more like non-fiction stuff when i was a kid yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's what i was thinking of right, right there's right. this picture i just pulled up of a cop car driving in a foggy forest yep and it says mine hunter yeah sorry it's a good show you should watch it i think it's I only episode it's only season one and season two is coming out soon yeah i'm into it it's cool. good keanu really liked it anything else tim yeah, yeah two shows that one not so much a show but like sports although it's like I believe it's a like it's sports, but the way they market it, it's more of a TV show. Like, how's this player gonna be doing? And they have like, tons of radio shows talking about that. I don't know. So, I'm, yeah, I'm no. So I'm, yeah, so I'm a sports fan. So I'm out, Tim. Okay, sorry. <laughs> but the way they market the players, and then the way they read the articles, it's much of like a season. 82 games for basketball or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can relate to that because I'm a big nerd. I I I watch some esports stuff and when you're watching like pro fighters, it's fun to like read their stats and whatnot. So, I mean, it's probably the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. Do you ever based watch off that. UFC? Not too much. Cause I feel like all the good fights are on pay-per-view. Yeah. So that's true. Yeah. So I don't watch that, but I've, yeah, just go to a bar though. Yeah. Huh. Um, I, I actually very recently got into, got into UFC. Okay. It's interesting. Yeah. I, I like it a lot. Um, yeah, so that's the best. That's basically the only sports that I will. That's a good I will sp- voluntarily it's watch. A good sport. And then my last show, it's Master of None. Like how mm. we talked beginning of the episode where we like each episode's very different, but it's more stylized differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and have a pretty good arc throughout the whole each episode. Yeah, I hear. I hear it's good. I hear it's really good. fitting in the title too, right? Yeah, Master of None, different styles. Jack of all trades. Boom, bop, bling. Did you ever watch Louie? I started to, but I never finished. With Louis C.K., right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of. Yeah. It's it's very awkward humor, very like like uncomfortable humor, which I think is really funny. Wasn't um, like masturbating in the first episode? Was he? Or second episode, like on a date or something mm-hmm. like that? Guys, you want to hear a funny story? You. There was this street preacher at my school. Really weird, and I was terrified because there was a crowd forming around him. And it was getting there's cops. Mm. It was getting because uh, he has Rowdy. free he has freedom of speech there. Nobody likes the guy yelling, "You're going to hell!" But he was yelling that right, and this lady threw Gatorade at his face, mm. and she got pulled aside by the cops. And they were like, "She was like, why are you pulling me aside?" And they were like, "Well, he has freedom of speech by law." I hope so. It, I hope it was a lemon flavored Gatorade. I was hoping it was the ice cool blue. Oh, that's so <laughs> that good. That would have been good. But it, it definitely <laughs> didn't It didn't cool him off because he just started yelling, you're going to hell. But my favorite thing about it is that he had a poster, tall, huge, tall, like, war banner. I think, like, Mulan status, okay? <laughs> that said, you're going to hell, and then a list of, like, people, like, calling out different kinds of people, like... Trump. Like liars, adulterers. My favorite one that was on there was masturbators. And I was like, <laughs> Come on now. Was so specific. <laughs> and I just, I, I laughed at all that. I really want to walk up to him and say, like, just put my hand on his shoulder and be like, you know what? You're right. And just see what happened. Because like everyone around him is like, oh, shut up. You know, like nobody, nobody likes being told they're going to hell. Sure, yeah. But like, I don't know. I would. I would. I'm quite curious. You know, I, I was telling Juliana just a few a few days back. Sometimes I want to walk up to people and just be like, "What's your deal?" Mm, mm. So, you know, like when someone's yelling or 
screaming. No, I just want to walk. Deal? I would just want to walk up and be like, what's your problem? Like, no one wants you yelling. Like, who, what's up? What, like, what's wrong? Like, genuinely. Like, what is up with you? Yeah, you gotta, I think you gotta, you can't have a real conversation with those people. They're like, like something's taken over them. It's like a possession almost. It's They're sad. Like possessed by something. It's sad. Like, yeah. I, I mean, like even crazy homeless people that are screaming on the street. Yeah. Or yeah. like, you know, those ratchet people that are yelling like, you better run. You better run. You know what I'm talking about? Like on the, when you're in the middle of some downtown area. Walgreens. Yeah. Shout know. out to Walgreens <laughs> on Market Street. <laughs> <laughs> you walk in there. I just want to walk up and be like, dude, what is wrong with you? Like, or not, but not like wrong with you, but like, nah, be like, Wait, what's up, man? Like, what is your deal? What's going on? Like, can be what's wrong with? at home? Why are you yelling? Like, no one wants to hear you yelling. What's up with your life? I don't can know. We talk about I it? wish I was from Chicago so I had balls like that. Ooh. Honestly, I'd probably be dead yeah. at this point because of the amount of questions I'd start asking people and coldness. Yeah. Well, yeah, the forty degree weather. Ooh. Sure. Yeah. My green energy professor's like. And Trump says we need more global warming. He does not know. <laughs> my my global t- my global warming teacher is quite funny. Okay, that's the reason I took the class is just to have a good time. Sounds pleasant. Can we wrap it up? Yeah, <laughs> you gotta get out of my house, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. This has been everything comes from something. Thank you for joining us for episode 31. A hodgepodge of goofy stuff. This show is about unoriginality. And as you can tell, it's quite unoriginal. Everything comes from something. Even you, Cameron, came from your mother's womb. Oh my gosh. Why are you saying that again? (laughs) If you like the show, feel free to support us on patreon.com slash ECFS podcast. We have all the other socials you can check out. I didn't say it at the beginning of the video. Just to bless your kind ears with the sound of Tim's voice. He needed more airtime. Yeah, we didn't even chill our Patreon. It's true. What are we doing? Well, it's like we're not business owners or something. It's like we're having too much fun. We're doing it now. (sighs) Enjoy it while it's raw, guys. We're about to be sold out. Enjoy it while it's raw. (laughs) I love it raw. Again, podcasts grow by word of mouth. So if you enjoy the show, feel free to tell a friend about it. Say, hey, there's these idiots that talk on the radio and they're not quite sold out. Yes, the radio waves. They're looking to sell out. But listen to them before. So that you guys are sellouts? We want to be. Well, eventually, eventually, I assume that we'll just be like Alex Jones, or we're just going to be talking about the, the weirdest, the weirdest conspiracies that we can find. Did you say you were I'm trying to wrap that. up the show? Yes, ladies and gents, thank you so much <laughs> for the whole ordeal, joining us on this beautiful journey about TV and all that. Again, word of mouth, Patreon. And give us a rating on iTunes. That's the one I forgot. That's the one I forgot. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. And we will see you next week.